someone who damages property that is meshubed to somebody else. When do we pay the value of the ox that was damaged uh, at the time of the hezek versus the time when you show up at din? And we have a Mishnah that seems like a machlaikas in just actioning the pasuk. I'm going to try to find a nafkamina between the mayor and of Yehuda when it comes to splitting the value of the damaging ox. Now we had said yesterday that l'choyra we have a raya. That one would be potter for damaging his friend's property, meaning his own property, which is mishubit to his friend. Why isn't it poshut? Why would shechting be any different than ruining land, which is property, uh, which is mishubit to somebody else? So the Gemara says, I would have had, I would have had a havamina that shechting is different because I could tell the person, look, I owe you an ox. This is an ox that which is, you know, magia lecha, and. It's still here. So in Echanami, I took the wind out of it. I shafted it, but it's not alive, but it's still here. As opposed to land, where you actually you stab into it, you ruin the land. Maybe that would, that only that's where you have Kamash Malon, that you'd be putter in all cases. Hold on, Rabbah already told us this. Even though he's not a Mishnah, Rabbah is an Odom Choshev Rashi says, and we could ask questions as if what he said was a Mishnah Brisa. So Rabbah had said that if someone burns someone else's star, he's potter for that garmi damage. Right? He can't collect the money with it anymore, but all, the, all that he damaged was the value of the paper. But the Gemara says that Rabbah's halacha might be different because of it there. The guy could say, look, all I burnt was paper, but over here, by karaka, which is Mishabit to somebody else, there, where he's, he's actually digging it up and making caves and crevices, so maybe that's where you'd be chayev, kamash malon, shechting the cow, or burning the star, is the same as ruining field, is ruining a field, which is meshubit to somebody. So whatever you did, you did, it's done, and uh, it still goes to the person who it's meshubit to. Now back in our Bible, we had said that when it comes to a tam which gourd, if balei choivois come to collect that ox, whether this Nizuk had borrowed money from them before or after the actual damage, whether the Mazak rather had, had borrowed before or after his, his ox damaged, the Bali Choivim cannot take his ox because it's already Meshubad to the Nizuk because the Mazak is paying him Megufoy of his animal, of the goring animal. Now the Gemara says, okay, if the ox gored before he borrowed the money, that makes sense. But if the Bali Choivim were owed this ox before it damaged, before it was owed to the Nizuk, why can't the, the Bali Choivim tell the Nizuk, look, it was owed to me first? L'chore, this sounds like if you have two Bali Choivis, one of them lent money first, the second one can come and, and collect before the first one, even though he's owed after. This is a shalit that we had. So the this should be a raya that you can collect out of order. You get to keep it. The Balichovis get to keep it even though they were out of order. The Gemara says this is not a raya because really we might be able to say that whatever you collected, that's collected. Over there, the Nizik can tell, over here by us, the Nizik can tell the Balichov, this is my axe. If you had the axe, I would collect it from you. Once the Mazak damages the Nizuk, 
the Mazak's act is now property of the Nizak more than it is property of the Bali Chayv. Moving on, the Gemara says, if an ox worth 200 damages, another ox worth, worth 200. Assuming it's a Tom, so he owes him 100. He makes this 200 Zuz ox go down 50. But in the interim, this damaged ox, before it gets, goes to court, goes up from being worth 200 to 400 Zuz. And if the Mazak hadn't damaged him, this ox wouldn't be worth 400 now. It would be worth 800 now. So the, what? Does he owe him that extra 400 that he prevented the animal from going up in value? No. The Gemara Paskins. And he pays him whatever the value was at the time of the damage. If it happened the opposite, that this 200 ox went down in value from the time that it was damaged till it got to di- till it got to din till it got to court. We evaluate it from what it's worth at court, not at the time when it got gored originally. If it went up in value, not the Nizix, but if the Mazik, the Goring ox, went up in value, we pay from the time that it's gored. If it went down in value, we judge it by the time that it went to court. Based on that, let's take this apart a little bit. If the Mazik's animal went up in value, he's only going to pay the value of the, of the Mazik's animal, right? That's when they were going to split to pay for the Nizik's damage. At the time of the Hezik, this is Rabbi Yishmael, because Rabbi Yishmael holds that the Mazik is a Baal to the Nizik. He just owes the money, not that the Nizik actually owns the cow yet, doesn't own the Mazik's cow yet. So he's just paying him out. The problem is then the Sefer, when we say that it went, when, his, when the Mazak's ox goes down in value, then we judge it by how much it's worth when it goes to court. That sounds like a Akiva, who says that they're actually shut from that. The Nizak does have a piece in the Mazak's ox. So what, the ratios of Ishmael and the Sefer should be Akiva? No, we don't like saying that. It could all be Rabbi Akiva, over here we're talking about, where the Mazak was the one that fattened up his animal. So he gets to keep the Shvach. The Gemara says, hold on. If the Mazak is the one that fattened it up, then in the ratio, when we say that it went up in value, now instead of being worth 400, it's instead of being worth uh, 800, it's only worth 400. We judge it by the time that it gored. But hold on, if the Mazik was the one that was feeding him, of course the Mazik is going to get to keep the extra shvach. So if Papa explains... You're right. It's it's not a chiddush in the race. So the race could be whether the mazik fattened him or just or the, the ox just went up in value. The economy shifted. The chiddush over there was where it went up in value by itself. That you're going to evaluate the ox from the time that it damaged the sefer. That was only a chiddush where the that was to, only talking about a case where the mazik was the one that fattened it up. Now when we when we said that. It goes down in value, and we evaluate it by not when it damaged from the time of the court case. Why did it go down in value? Was it because the Mazik worked it really hard? So why can't the Mazik tell the Nizik, well, you worked it really hard, so now I have to pay you for the value that it went down? The value that my, my axe went down in value? Saravashi says, no, it went down in value because it actually got hurt. So the Nizik can tell the Mazik, your animal's horn is like it's still in my cow. So you're going to have to take the cut on the value that it went down. 
The next mystery we learn. If you have an ox that's worth 200, the gore is an ox worth 200, and the vela is worth nothing. It depreciated 200 total. So Rav Meir says, oh, we have a pasuk that says, sell the goring ox that's worth 200. Since it's a tam, it's only going to be high for 100. And they split it. Rav Yehuda comes along and says, I agree with you halachically, but that's not what the pasuk reads. That you darshaned, but you left out the rest of the pasuk. You should also split the nevela, the, the gourd ox. That's also, that was worth 200. Right? So we're talking about a case where 200 gore is 200. The novella isn't worth zero. It's still worth 50 zuz. Even in that case, they're going to split the 200 zuz ox, which gored. The puzzle is being mechandish, that even though he only lost 150 on his ox's on, his, on, his, on the Nizik's ox being gored. So he's only owed 75 because it was Tom. He's going to walk away with 100, half of the Mazik's ox. In the Gemara, we learn that if you have a 200 ox, the gores a 200 ox, and the Nevela is worth 50, Rabbi Yehuda is going to say they're going to split the 200 goring ox. That's what the Torah is being machadish. He's going to get 100 instead of the 75. But Ramirez says, that's not what the Torah is talking about. He disagrees. The Torah is talking about a 200 versus 200 where the victim is worth nothing. Tells me that. And the second part of Agamas and Mesyechetzon, that's talking about that whatever the value of the damage is, split that from the living shore. But not that you get whatever half of the living shore is. So the Gemara says, okay, both Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda agree that each is getting 125. 50 left over from the Nevela, 200 from the living. So what's the Navkamina between them? So Rava suggests the first nafkamina. Maybe there actually is a halachic difference. Nafkamina is if the nevela goes down in value. Here a mayor is going to say the nizik is going to have to take that cut. And a Yehuda is going to say the mazik is going to have to take the cut for the depreciation in the carcass. Abayis, however, asks, hold on, Rava. Rav Yehuda is going to come out saying that Tom is actually more chomur than muad. That the Baal is going to have to pay more than by muad. You're going to say what? Maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe Rav Yehuda holds that time can be more chomer. In fact, we see Rav there is a case by, by a shoymer that Rav will say that a time is high and a move with his putter. But that's not Rav Shita. That was a special thing by shoymer. He wasn't guarding responsibly. When it comes to stam damage, Rav Yehuda says in a brisa that muad can't be more chomer than, and that time cannot be more chomer than muad. He's discussing a case of a shore worth a hundred. That gore is an ox worth twenty-five sloim. Right? It's four zoos per cella. And the novella that's left is four zoos. So you're left with uh, a sixteen cella damage from a one hundred uh, a sixteen zoos damage from a one hundred zoos ox. Right? The gore ring ox was one hundred and he subtracted sixteen. Yehuda says, don't think that you just split the 100 zoos 50-50. Because a muad would only pay 16. And now what, the Tom's going to walk away with 50? It can't be the Tom's going to be more harmer than muad. The muad pays whatever it damaged. So the Tom, which is more megal, has to be no more than that. So that can't be a Yehuda Shita. 
Shalom Rav Yechonon explains that maybe the Nafkamina is when the Nevela goes up in value. Here, if Mayer is going to say that the Nizuk is going to take the cut, he's going to have to pay extra. And if Yehuda holds that they're going to divide the, the Shvach of the Nevela, this is what Rav Yehuda is asking. He's saying that if the Torah is worried about the Mazik, that he's going to take the Shvach, Oh, he's paying out so much anyways. So what if a shore worth five slime gores, an axe worth one, the novella is worth five zoos. So totally have a, a 50 zoos damage. Uh, it's worth 50 at the end. So it's 50 zoos damage. You're going to tell me that we're going to divide the living axe? Since when is the mazik walking away with a killing? The Pazik says, Shalem ye Shalem. Buy them, pay. They don't take. Why does the Torah need to say? Right, so we, so we, have, we have two rayos. Yehuda is bringing two kashas on, on, on Remeir. How could it be that the Mazak is walking away with better, with, you know, with a killing here? I, right, so he brings two rayos. The second one from the Pasuk of Shalem Yashalem. Why does he need two rayos, asks the Gemara? Maybe he'll tell me that the Mazak only doesn't gain when the Nizuk is losing. But over here, when the Nizuk isn't losing, like if his axe is worth 50 slow, the Mazik's axe, and a gore is an axe worth, the Nizuk's axe worth five, and then Avela is worth 30 zoos. So maybe since the Nizuk isn't going to lose out, maybe the Mazik can, can actually walk away with some money from this deal. From his axe damaging. No, that's what the Pasuk says. Shalem, Shalem. Review the second Raya. Bailem, pay. Bailem, don't w- take money. If the, the Mazik is not going to walk away with anything when his axe damages. Now, if Achabar Tachlifa tells Rava, if that's true, their mayor always says you split the live animal, and every Huda says you split the dead and the live animal. We can have a case, according to Rev Yehuda, where the Tom is going to be paying more than Chatzin Nezek. He's dividing the living and the dead animal. So if a, fi- if a 50 animal, Gore is a 40 animal, and the damage is 20. So what's owed? 10. Half of the damage if he's a Tom. And yet, if you're going to divide the 50 which Gord and the 20 which is left over, Hansik's going to have to pay 35 instead of the regular 10 Chatzin Nezek. It says that you only divide it. Is he paying more than Chatsi? So the Gemara Gemara answers, Rav says, you're right, Rav Yehuda maxes out in his Shita, you're right, you can't pay more than Chatsi Nezek. So we make this Chajban of dividing the carcass and the goring animal, but that Chajban is going to max out at Chatsi Nezek. He, where does he know this from? From Vigam es Hames Yechetzun. I have already used this pasuk to tell me that you divide Chatzia Chai Vichatzia Hames. Yes, but the extra word of Vigam allows me to also learn that you max out at, at Chatzia Nezek. Otherwise, I could have just said Ves Hames. The extra Gam tells me not only do I, does it who the whole, that you divide the value of the carcass and the value of the goring animal between the mazik and the nizik you can also learn that this division is not going to require the mazik to pay more than chatzin nezik thank you for learning with me have a wonderful day